This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 292, we're going to be talking about how to create a content brand strategy for your blog. Yes, a content brand strategy. Now, you may be wondering, what in the world is a content brand strategy, Leslie? And why do I even need one? Well, I'll tell you now. Why now and what later? <laughs> the why is that you want to take your blog to the next level. The why is that you want to serve your audience better than other bloggers in your niche. The why is that you want to stand out from the crowd, have an impact on the world, and build a successful business. Well, if that's you, you're in the right place. We're going to be talking about content. We're going to be talking about branding. We're going to dissect what it really takes to thrive with your blog in 2017 and beyond. So creating a brand strategy, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm always so like ridiculously excited when I'm able to time it and end the today on the pan up. <laughs> that that pumps me up and I feel like, all right, we started this episode right <laughs> and now we can get to the content. This is episode number 292. So you can find detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 292. Any of the resources that I mentioned here, anything that I mentioned here, if you're driving in your car, don't take notes. Come on, man. Don't, don't take notes while driving. It'll all be there waiting for you. So becomeablogger.com slash 292. All right. What are we talking about today? We're talking about a content brand strategy. And before we even go into this whole concept of a content brand, I want to talk about a brand. What is a brand? And what do you what do you think about when you think about a brand? Are there specific brands that come to mind when you hear that word brand or branding or anything of that sort? Well, what I decided to do, I decided to go to Wikipedia and do a search for brand. And this is the definition that I ca- that that Wikipedia has. It says a brand is a name, term, design, symbol, or other feature that distinguishes one seller's product from those of others. Now, I emphasize the word there, and that word was distinguishes. Distinguishes. In other words, this makes one company different from another company. It makes one brand different from another brand. How how am I going to use brand in the definition of a brand? Anyhow, you get the point. Your brand is what makes you different. And when we think about branding, we think about things like maybe your logo, the design of your website, the design of your products, and all that good stuff. But it actually goes so much deeper than that. And that's what I want to get into today 
And I want to use an example that I know a lot of people are going to think about when they think about a brand, like a strong brand. Now, this is, uh, some people are going to say that this example is, you know, somewhat debatable in 2017. I am not going to get into that. I am going to get into what I've seen over the years. And the company that I'm thinking about, what company do you think I'm thinking about? Say it, say it out loud in your just say it out loud and then I'm going to tell you which one I'm thinking about. Think about a, a company that has such a strong brand. Okay, you thought about the company? All right. It may be similar to what I'm thinking, it may be different, but the company that I am thinking about is actually Apple. <laughs> yes, Apple Apple is a, a very interesting company. It's a unique company. And sometimes I hesitate to use Apple as an example because they're kind of at a different level, or at least they've been at a dip. No, they're still at a different level. Um, and, and I want to emphasize a few things that Apple has done because I want us to take those principles and I want them to apply them to what we're doing as bloggers. You and I, little old you and little at, uh, oh, little old I, little old I, little old, that sounds so weird. Little old me and little old you, we're going to try to learn from this big multi-billion dollar company and apply some principles to what we do so that we can grow big. Uh, we, I, I, I don't think we'll... I'm going to grow anywhere close to Apple, but you get the point. Okay. So when I think about Apple, yes, I think about the logo. I think about this, uh, a picture of an apple, a bitten apple. And I think, I think about words like simplicity, innovation. At least I used to think about innovation, quality. I used to think about that too. But when you think about what made Apple successful... It goes way beyond those things. There's an emotional aspect to it. People either love or used to love <laughs> Apple products. You know, I keep referring to this, you know, in the past thing because I don't think Apple is as innovative as they used to be. But that's beside the point. Besides the point, they have built a very successful brand. And the people that are all for Apple are all for Apple. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking around right. Oh man, I'm one of those people, am I not? I'm, I'm looking at my MacBook Pro. Right next to me on my left, I have my iPhone. Right next to me on my right, I have my iPad. I'm one of those weirdos. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm going through some reevaluation, but <laughs> I am one of those weirdos that have bought into the Apple brand. But when you think about the Apple brand, it's more than just the products. And I was I was kind of doing some research for this episode and I, I I I watched some videos of Steve Jobs talking about what made Apple Apple. And some of the things that he says is that marketing is not about your product. It's about your values. And then he goes into talking about your core values. He said, we have to, to really, we have to be really clear about what we want people to know about us. Nobody cares about your speeds and fees. 
It's more about who are you and what are you about. Now, what Apple is about or what Apple has been about is summarized in this statement that he made. What we are about isn't making boxes for people to get their jobs done. And then he continues and he says, Apple at the core, its core value is what we believe that people what is 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 that we believe that people with passion can change the world for the better. Its core value is that we believe that people with passion can change the world for the better. And yes, they create the products that enable them, the, the people, to, to change the world for the better. But they're not focused on the product. They're focused on the core value. And this, this was really uh, seen in their 1997 commercial Think different. And I want to play that commercial for you because th this is important stuff for us to pay attention to. So listen to listen to the commercial. I'm going to have the video embedded in the episode for this part, uh, the, the show notes for this episode, becomeablogger.com slash 292. But listen to this commercial. This commercial that is for the purpose of emphasizing the core values and not the product. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them. Because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. That is an Apple commercial, a company that sells computers, a company that sells iPods at the time, and um, was it iPods back then? Whatever they were selling back then. But a company that today sells iPhones, iPads, laptops. Did you hear anything about those products anywhere? Really, the only thing in that commercial that said Apple was the Apple logo. And why is that? It's because they are emphasizing the core values. I am sticking on this point for so long because I want it to be stuck in your head. I'm trying to get it stuck in my own head. Because when you apply this to your blog, it comes down to a, a quote by Simon Sinek. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. People don't buy into the content you create. They buy into why you create that content. And the content you create simply proves what you believe or what you stand for. What are your core values? 
You get that? So my core value for Become a Blogger isn't that it's, it, it's great for you to set up a blog. <laughs> you know, isn't the best technology you should use for blogging is XYZ. Is that you have the ability to change the world. And I'm here to empower you to do just that. Interactive biology isn't just about learning biology, but it's about the concept that biology can be fun. And by, by focusing on that, students who thought that they could never understand biology can now become doctors and provide healing. It's deeper than just the content that, I, man, I feel like I'm preaching. I need to stop being all preachy and stuff. But it's, it's deeper than just the content that you create. And if it's not deeper than just the content you create, you got to realize the fact that if you're teaching someone how to start a blog, there are so many other people out there teaching the same thing. What, why would I come to you? If you're teaching someone how to learn biology, there's so many other blogs out there that teach biology. Why, why you? But if, if your core value is something that your audience resonates with, that helps you take things to the next level. I, I, I should just end the episode right here and just let you chew on that. But I'm not going to do that because i got to give you more because the idea is how do we find... How do you find your blog's core value? Okay, now I'm going to take you through a process here. And this is a process that I've been going through and I'm still going through. And, 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 and I haven't fully solidified or, or figured out all of this, but it's what I'm doing now. And I want to share it with you. I love to share what I'm doing with you as I'm doing it so that we can learn in this process together. So what you want to do is you want to start with your core values. Okay, we're going even before talking about the blog's core values. What are your core values? And, and this is what I want you to do. Whether you're going to pull out a paper and a pencil or Evernote or a Google Doc or whatever the case might be, I want you to answer these two questions. Number one, what's important to me? What's important to you? You that are listening to this, you're listening to this episode right now. What is important to you? What are, what are the values that stand out? as being important to the kind of person you are? Is it, you know, is it authenticity? Is it goodwill, helping others? Is it spirituality, confidence, happiness, creativity? What, what are the core values that are important to you? That's the first question I want you to answer. Before we even talk about the blog, we, we need to know about you first. The second question, what does success mean to you? Is it living a happy life? Is it being surrounded by the people you love? Is it having a, a positive impact on the world? Is it being healthy enough to do the things that fulfill you? What is it? I want you to just take some notes and do some soul searching to figure those things out. What do you stand for? What's important to you? What does success mean to you? And after you've done that, I want you to think about your blog. Where does your blog topic fit in to your core values? Because that's what we're trying to figure out here. When we know what you stand for, when we know what's important to you, when we know what success means to you, 
in the context of that, where does your blog fit in? Is it, you know, having a positive impact on the world? Is it living that healthier lifestyle so that they can, your audience can do the thing that fulfills them? Where does your blog topic fit into that? And once you're able to see where your blog fits into that, into the things that you hold there, then we're going to take the next step. And the next step is going to be to create a content brand statement. All right, we're going we're gonna to put this to paper. We're going to solidify this and say, this is my content brand statement. So you're probably asking yourself, what, what is a, what is a content, content brand statement? A content brand statement is simply this. It's how people view your content and you as the content creator. You're making a statement about how people view your content, how your audience views your content, and how they view you as a content creator. Now, there are some key things here. It has to be focused on your audience. How do they view your content? How do they view you as a content creator? It is audience-centered. And the idea is that your goal is to establish a good reputation. All right, and your good reputation is going to be based on the fact that your audience sees you in a certain light. So what I want you to do is basically create a concise statement that summarizes your content brand. So some examples, and these are still a work in progress. Uh, so my biology blog, I create, we're talking about the content and how it focuses on the audience and what it, what, what, what it does for them. I create short three to five minute weekly videos explaining complex biological concepts in a fun, entertaining, and easy to understand way so that university biology students can easily grasp the content. Become a blogger. I create podcast episodes, written articles, and videos that empower you to start and grow a blog where you can have a positive impact on the world while building a successful online business. That is my content brand statement. It's a work in progress. It can use some refining and it, I will continue to refine it, but it emphasizes the value that it provides to you. It emphasizes my core, well, one of my core values, this whole concept similar to apple maybe maybe i'm like the apple of blogging <gasps> okay i'm working on it i'm working on it all right it emphasizes the concept that you have the ability to change the world you're listening to this right now you have value to share and that value can help someone else and by doing that you can change the world and i firmly believe it so that's my content brand statement now there are five keys to building a timeless content brand. And I want to share those five keys with you right now. Simple. Number one, you need to understand your audience. We've spoken about that already. Understand your audience. Number two, not only do you understand your audience, but you have to be serving your audience's needs. What do they need? You need to serve that need. Number three, you need to be consistent. I need to be consistent. 
you need to be building your authority. The more you create this high-value content on a consistent basis that serves your audience needs because you understand them so well, the more you build authority. The more you educate yourself, the more you demonstrate your expertise over time, the more you build authority. Does this sound like a lot of work to you? It should because it is. I am tired of seeing bloggers try to act as if this thing that we're doing is easy because it is not. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of studying. It is hard. It is extremely hard. And if you don't want to work hard, you're in the wrong profession. So number four, build authority. And number five, quality. Create good stuff. Create high quality stuff. So the five keys, understand your audience. Take it to the next level and serve your audience's needs. You want to be consistent and you want to build that authority and always serve quality. Now, some of you are thinking, I'm just getting started. I don't fully understand all this technical stuff. I don't have the best quality content and all that good stuff. What I'm talking about is a process that takes time. If you go back and listen to my first podcast episode, it starts like, hey, this is uh, Leslie Samuel. And uh, yeah, we're going to be I'm starting this podcast. I don't have a name for it yet, but blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. But by doing it consistently, I got better. And by getting better, I was able to, to serve my audience more and to deliver more value and to, 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 to build more authority and, and, and to, to increase that quality. All right. Those are the five keys to build, building a, a timeless content brand. So now you have your content brand statement. You understand what it takes to build a timeless content brand. Now let's talk about creating your content brand strategy strategy and i say strategy because it's not just hey i create this content put it out there great no there's a strategy involved you need to understand that as a blogger especially if you're doing this as a business as a blogger your content marketing the content you create it's a part of a funnel it's all a funnel and this funnel leads people to accomplish a specific goal or specific goals. And I want to talk about some of these goals that bloggers should have. Okay? So the first thing you want to do is identify your content marketing goals. And some of these goals might be just to build awareness, or, or to get people to engage with your brand, uh, to get people on your email list, to get them to buy your products and services, and also to, to keep in touch with your customers. You're using content to keep in touch with your customers, grow your list, build awareness, um, get people to engage with your brand, sell your products and services. These are all a part of the funnel. So you need to identify your content marketing goals. And I don't know if you, you realize that I've been talking a lot about this whole content stuff where we're talking about blogging foundations. This is my theme for this first month in, uh, in 2017. We're talking all about setting the right foundation, 
Okay? Once you know what your goals are, I want you to do some research. I've been talking a lot about research too. And yeah, I'm going to drill it in. You want to do your research. And, and, and there are two kinds of research you want to do. The external research and then the internal research. The external research is where you go out and you see what other people are doing, what other bloggers are doing. You want to look on social media, see what other bloggers are doing on there. You want to see what your audience is doing on there. Go in Facebook groups. What, what are the conversations about in your niche, in your industry? I want you to do that external research. Go out there and see. Take some time and analyze what others are doing. And the others could be other people in your industry or people in your audience. What are they doing? What are they looking for? What are they struggling with? And then you want to do some internal research. For internal research, I love me some Google Analytics. Google Analytics is my very good friend <laughs> because Google Analytics tells me a lot of secrets. We have a, a nice relationship. Google Analytics comes to me and, and Google Analytics says, hey, Leslie, you know, I see you, you created this piece of content a few years ago. Man, your audience really loves it. You should do more of that. Oh, wait, you see this one that you created over here? Uh, it hardly gets any views. It hardly gets any shares. I don't know about that one. That one doesn't really help you. So this is the internal research that I'm doing, that you should be doing. Going into Google Analytics, checking to see what your audience is resonating with. Okay? And I also want you to do kind of like a, now that you have this content brand statement, I want you to look at your content in general. I want you to look at the content that you've already created and answer this question. Does it match your content brand statement? So if I were to look through my content right now and I see, man, a few years ago I wrote this post about um, how to make money by scamming such and such. When I see that, and I look at my content brand statement. By the way, I don't have an article like that. But when I look at my content brand statement, I'm going to be like, you know what? This just doesn't add up. This doesn't reinforce that statement. And it, if it doesn't match that content brand statement, that's the kind of stuff you need to scrap. You get rid of that. But if you look at your, your, the content you've been creating and you say, you know what? That is right in line with what I am saying is my blog's core value, my content brand statement, what I stand for, you are going in the right direction. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. So once we've done all that analysis, we've done our research, external and internal, we've analyzed the content that we've been creating. The next thing is to create a content plan. Now, I covered this in detail two episodes ago um, where I spoke about how to create your, your content calendar for 2017 and I gave away my 2017 blog content calendar spreadsheet. You can go to becomeablogger.com slash spreadsheet and that is a great way for you to come up now with a plan that is in line with your content brand strategy. Okay, so get that spreadsheet. I've been getting a lot of great feedback about it, um, and I think it's really going to help you to come up with that plan. So becomeablogger.com slash spreadsheet. Okay, 
So now we have this plan for the content that we're creating. We know that it's aligned with our goals. It's aligned with our content brand statement and all that good stuff. It resonates with our core values. We are starting to create that content, put it out there. It doesn't end there because you got to monitor your content. Once your content is published, you need to keep monitoring it on an ongoing basis. You want to check your analytics. You want to check your social shares. You want to check the comments that are coming in. What are people resonating with? This is such an important thing to, to, to be doing on a regular basis because you always want to see, am I in alignment with my core values? Does this reinforce my content brand statement? Are people resonating with this? Do I need to adjust any? Should my content brand statement be slightly different? This is an ongoing process. You get that feedback, you analyze that feedback, and then you make some decisions. Now, let, let's talk briefly about the types of content you should be creating because, you know, we're bloggers. It's 2017. There are different kinds of content that we can create. Of course, there's the written content, uh, your step-by-step -step articles, your tips and basic information, lists, uh, news. News is a, a great one. You know, if you are an authority in your industry and there are things happening and you are talking about the things that are currently happening, you're, you're, you're talking about the, the, the current news, that helps to establish your authority even more. What about case studies? Even, you know, an ebook. An ebook is written content. These are all kinds of things, all kinds of written content that you can be creating on a regular basis. When you're creating your content, though, your written content, you want to have some guidelines. So, uh, what what kind of tone do you want? Do you want to have a casual, friendly tone? Um, for, for example, with my biology videos, I made sure to have a, a, a casual, friendly tone, or even for the articles that are on the site. I tackle one topic at a time. I make it catchy. You know, th these are things that I want to make sure to do in all of my content for that blog when I was focused on that blog. Okay? So written content is number one. Then, of course, there's visual content. Now, the, the, the great thing about this is that it's great for your blog and it's great for social media. You have your images, your, your pictures, your illustrations, infographics, memes, comics, slideshows. Yes, I know I'm talking about a lot, but I want to lay it all out for you so that you can see what all of the options are. Now, um, you want to make sure that you're choosing, we're going back to the content brand, right? If you have a specific brand, you want to make sure that you're choosing images, pictures that match your brand. If you are targeting the surfer dudes, whatever the case might be, you're not going to have people in your image that are dressed in nice fancy suits. That's not in alignment with who you are trying to reach. It's not in alignment with your content brand statement. Okay, now there are a number of tools that you can use to create these images. The one that I use is Canva. There's PicMonkey and all kinds of other free sites out there where you can create great images. I want to give you a tip here, though. And this is something that I've been doing, well, we've been doing, well, I haven't been doing, but my VA has been doing such a great job at over the last few years. You want to be consistent with your visual branding as well. 
so that it reinforces your content brand strategy. So we're consistent with our fonts and the colors and the formats and all that good stuff. And I'll give you a pro tip. Instead of just using a free font, spend 20-something dollars and buy a premium font. You can go to myfonts.com, buy a nice font that's going to be unique to your brand, and use that as a part of your branding. All right, now you always want to avoid any kind of confusing, distracting, offensive, inappropriate images. Once again, you want to make sure that it's in line with your brand. Okay, let's go through a few of these other types of content. Video, live or pre-recorded, that's another great way to bring to, 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 to reinforce your brand, to create content that provides value to your audience. There's Facebook Live now that's, that's really having an impact. I just did a, a Facebook Live session this week, and it was so much fun, but it was also so much value. Interactive content. Of course, social media is a big thing. So you're on social media, you're, you're, you're posting updates, you're engaging with your audience, you're asking questions, maybe you're doing quizzes on your site or surveys or contests, things where you get them to also take part. And lastly, regardless of the type of content you're creating, stories should be a part of that content creation because stories are easy to relate to. They're interesting, they're engaging, um, especially if you do them the right way. Um, there's this statement that I've always heard, facts tell, but stories sell, because people can identify with your stories, and it helps them to remember th th your content even more. You know, I started with talking about um, uh, Apple and how much people love Apple and all that good stuff, and I shared from what he was talking, uh, Steve Jobs spoke about at one of his talks and such and such. People remember stories. All right? Uh, just uh, really quick, I want to give you the elements of an effective story. There's a setting. There's a main character. There's some kind of a conflict. And then there's some kind of resolution. Those are some of the basic elements of a, an effective story. So, for example, one of the stories that I share is, you know, when I was working as a teacher and um, I wanted to be a university professor, but I, I gave up on it because I, I didn't want to go on for the PhD and do all the research. That was really a big struggle for me. So I decided to, 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 to teach at a high school, but I started a blog because I was so passionate about the content that I would be teaching if I was a professor. Eventually, that blog took off and landed me a job as a professor, and then eventually I left that job as a professor to do this blogging thing full-time. You, you get people's attention when you tell stories, especially if you do it the right way. One thing to remember that everything you create, whether it's written content or visual content or videos, interactive content, stories, whatever the case might be, it should reinforce your content brand. Okay? So we've developed a content brand statement. We came up with our strategy. We looked at the kinds of content that we're going to be creating to reinforce that strategy. And I want to lastly talk about this whole idea of strengthening your content brand 
by repurposing your content. Here's the great thing. You know, I spoke about all these different kinds of content, and some of you might be a little overwhelmed thinking, I can't create them all. Well, no, you don't have to create them all. You can choose one or two. You can choose one and go with that. But you can also help to, to, to reinforce that message with your audience by repurposing that content. The great thing about doing that is that even though you're creating a new piece of content, essentially, you're not starting from scratch. You don't have to reinvent the wheel necessarily. Repurposing is a great way to reinforce your message and reach your audience on different platforms. So how can you do this? You can rewrite older blog posts and update them coming from a different angle or anything of that sort. You could take a blog post and, uh, and cut it into chunks. And you can, you, could, uh, you, you can create a video from that same blog post. Or, uh, you know, when I record this podcast episode, it starts as the podcast episode, but then there's an article that's written. Then we pull some tweets out of it. We create some images out of it. We create a, a, a slide deck and we post that on SlideShare. It's the same piece of content. We don't have to start from scratch. We just repurpose it in different ways. Now, I spoke about this extensively in a podcast episode, 10 Ways to Get More from Your Content. It's episode 179. Becomeablogger.com slash 179. Repurpose your content to reinforce that message, to reach people on a different medium, so that they can see you on Facebook and on your blog with similar content reinforcing that message. The key thing is this. If you're repurposing content, you want to put it through what I call the value test. In other words, does this new content offer some unique value? When I create a slide deck, when my VA creates a slide deck from this podcast episode, that creates that offers some unique value because you can look at the slide deck and go through and see the main points easily on a different platform. It's another way for people to learn. When she creates an infographic, once again, you can look at that infographic on Pinterest and get the message. It offers some unique value. And if you can see that the way you're repurposing your content is offering unique value, you're headed in the right direction. All right, so what do you do now? Number one, decide on your core values. I spoke about how to do that. Number two, create your content brand statement. Number three, once you have that content brand statement, come up with a content brand strategy. What kind of content will you create and how will that help you reach your goals? And then implement that strategy. And if you do this, you are helping me on my mission of changing the world one blog at a time. <laughs> because you're going to be creating something that's of value to the world. And that, my friend... Is what it's all about. So I want to I want to end this on a question. My question for you is this: What is one core value that relates to your blog? What is one core value that relates to your blog? 
This is episode 292. Go to becomeablogger.com slash 292 and answer that question. It's one that, you know, it takes a little bit of thought, but that's okay. We don't mind thinking. What is one core value that relates to your blog? That's it for this episode. One simple call to action for you today. I spoke about it a little earlier. The 2017 blog content calendar spreadsheet. If you need help planning your content strategy, check out the spreadsheet. Becomeablogger.com slash, it should be relatively easy to remember, spreadsheet. Becomeablogger.com slash spreadsheet. I know you're going to love it. It, it makes that process of creating that content calendar so much easier. And, and, and you will know that it is aligned with your goals for 2017. And it walks you through a process. It's like a, a video that shows you how to do it. Anyhow, check it out. Becomeablogger.com slash spreadsheet. That's pretty much it for this episode. Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're doing what? We're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless.